Good morning, campers! Have no fear, happy campers is here. It's a summer camp-themed podcast where we reminisce about the stuff that we missed, about the best summers we ever had. And there will be reflection and lots of introspection and a great selection of guests that will stop by. So grab a glass of bug juice, relax, and say hi to both your hosts. We're Julie and Sammy, your podcast family. We're going to start the show. All right. We are here. Back. Oh, we're recording. We're recording, and I'm not going to stop it. <laughs> okay. Don't stop the party. Don't stop the party. All right. We're back with uh, Stuart, um, and he's going to talk to us about... So, if you don't recall, last week, on last week's episode, Stuart told us some amazing stories about when he was a counselor at camp, and he scared Julia and I <laughs> during the ghost story. Very real. Very and real. It was terrifying. Um, and, but he mentioned at the beginning that when he was a kid, he went one summer to Boy Scout camp. That's correct. Um, so he's going to tell us about his time at Boy Scout camp. How old were you? Hi, Stuart. Welcome back. I had to be (laughs) about 13 or 14. Okay. I think when I went to Boy Scout camp and, um, the prelude to it was that, uh, I was in a Boy Scout troop, Mm -hmm. uh, here in, uh, Queens, uh, New York. And, um, you know, the troop consists of the scoutmaster, an older parent, and then the kids. Uh, And then over time, one of the kids can eventually become the troop leader of them. And at some point, I became a troop leader. Um, And and kind of what's interesting is that um, I was uh, um, in my fraternity in college. I became the social chairman and then the president of it. So I had this kind of ability to become the leader. You're a leader. And, and, and I became, that happened in my group work as well, became a leader. Anyway, uh, the Boy Scouts um, were pretty uh, boring <laughs> for the <laughs> most part <laughs> and, boring, and tedious, but the uniforms were cute, and we all got dressed up for our uniform. I think it was Troop 88. I can't, that's, number stands in my mind. Oh, phone's ringing. And, uh, and uh, what happened was... Um, uh, for one for one reason, I don't remember what, somehow I got to go to summer camp uh-huh. uh, in, in Ten Mile River in New York is the name of the big place. And everyone in the New York area would send their troops to this thing, and we would live in tents. Uh-huh. Uh, and I shared a tent with a guy, uh, and we lived in a small little area, and there were many, many small little areas made up of maybe five or six tents and then a cabin. Uh, and the campers all slept in the tents. Um, and uh, one of the things that you did at camp was to uh, try out the merit badges. Right. And you take courses and merit badges and whatever. And one of them uh, was in baseball. And part of, part of being in baseball meant that you had to um, throw a certain number of strikes. Oh. Uh, and there was an older man uh, standing behind the catcher and... Uh, I fashioned myself as a pitcher. I really wasn't, but I fashioned myself that way. You tried. And so one of the, uh, to be a life scout, I never became an Eagle Scout, which was the highest thing, but I was a life scout, which meant 10 merit badges. And you needed, you know, you needed to go through these courses. And so one of them was fastball pitching. So I had one of my friends catch. You just picked the funnest one. <laughs> That's right. I loved it. <laughs> and so what happened was I threw a fastball. And the and the uh, the catcher missed it completely and 
hit the older scalp oh, no. leader in the gut, <laughs> not in the groin, but in the gut. And again, I thought, it's all over. I'm done. They're going to throw me we'll out of camp. never get this badge. Never get together. So that was, that was one thing that was uh, a problem. And then uh, we had to go to the uh, waterfront, and one of the tests, which was, I guess, for life-saving, uh, you know, you put down a weight on the bottom of the pool. You go down and you catch it and you right. carry it up. And we did that. And and you still there have were to do that. Things. I had to do that to in do my that. lifeguarding That's right. course. That's right. You still have to do that. Um, and uh, then uh, in the mess hall, which was a big hall uh, for dinner, what happened was I noted that I instead of telling stories, I began to lead my troop and some other people. In song, and I can't sing. I have to tell you that I can't sing. I have to give you a quick anecdote. When I was in high school, which was a large high school, uh, we were practicing uh, a song for graduation. Uh And there must have been about 200 students there, or 300 in there that are going to graduate. And at one point, the the head of the chorus stopped... (laughs) <laughs> stopped the singing and said, you back there. <laughs> I was looking around. She was pointing to me. She said, don't sing. You're throwing everybody oh, off. No. I said, you you're just have putting to mouth me the off. Words. Terrible, terrible. <laughs> so anyway, but anyway, I started leading songs in um, French songs, which were just one, Al- Alouette. Oh, yeah. And we used to sing Alouette all the time. How and, does that one go? Uh, alouette, gentil alouette, alouette. Yeah, I sang And then you go. I knew. I just wanted to have you guys sing. Okay. And that's my ability to sing. But it was it was a lot of fun, a lot of camaraderie in that thing, and we did a number of things. One of them was cooking. One of them we had to get sassafras to cook root beer to make root beer. And we had to go find the sassafras. I remember that distinctly. And it was fun. And then we did walking. Uh, You have to walk a certain amount of time. You have to run and whatever. And that was fun. Um, uh, Did you have to wear your uniforms every day? Yes. We had to wear our uniforms every day. That was a a big deal. Um, And the saluting and the chanting and whatever, and uh, eating correctly in the mess hall and whatever. Was there a lot lot of of competition around the merit badges? Yes. Yes, a lot, a lot. Okay. Um, and but it was fun. It was it was a lot of a lot of it. A lot of the merit badges were individual experiences, right? Like tossing a football, or the swimming, or the lifeguarding, um, or cooking, or whatever. I think those were the ones I got. I can't remember some of the others. I recently read a New York Times article about a kid who got every available. Merit, merit badge, badge there was. It's like 141 or That's something right. like that, That's and he right. had to spend like at least three hours a day trying to complete this thing. Oh, I'm sure. I'm was, sure. And he got the his last two, because you have to get them before you turn 18. That's right. He got his last two on the day before he turned 18. Right. Well, I remember that because what happens is you have a sash. Yeah. And I still hope I have it. And where you put your, you sew your merit badges yeah. on the sash. And my brother, my oldest brother, David, went to, was a Boy Scout camp and leader. And I remember his sash. Yeah. It was, was a big deal. And I always, as a kid, looked up to his sash and said, how do you get that and how wonderful that is and how exciting that is? And he would tell me stories about the, the things uh, that he went through. I think he also was life. I don't think he became an Eagle, an Eagle Scout. Would right. Be what you're yeah, yeah, yeah. About this kid was an Eagle Scout. I think yeah. you need 
for life. But you don't have to get all of them to get an Eagle, to be an Eagle Scout. To get all of them, there's only like 40 people in history that have done that. (laughs) I am sure. (laughs) I am sure. But but one of the things that was really wonderful about camp was the, uh, they had, uh, again, this is only a two-week experience. They had a thing called the Order of the Arrow, which was a special uh, order uh, that uh, uh, campers can get into. And what it was, was uh, we all lined up in a big, huge circle uh, out in the field, and there were um, uh, these um, <coughs> fires that they built in the middle of them, three big fires uh, that would be set off by uh, uh, troopers that would be in Indian gear. And, and, uh, and they would come out all dressed in Indian gear with the hooping and the yelling and the tomahawk and whatever, and they would light these wonderful flames, and then they would um, go around on the inside of these things, uh, of the circles whooping and yelling, and everybody was so excited and tense, and it was dark out, and the stars were lit, and the fires were big, and then they would, uh, then they would suddenly disappear, and they would go, uh, they, I'm sorry, they would uh, continue going in this big circle, and, uh, and the people who were tapped out then had a grueling, I think it was two days, where they had to uh, make a bit for their mouth so they were silent. Wow. They were silent working for, I think it was two days, I think, uh, where they would do all kinds of menial labor. They would take rocks out of the water. Uh, they would build dams. Mm-hmm. They would do, and it was, it was a test of discipline, hard work, being paying attention, and they couldn't talk. And if they did talk, by mistake, they had to put a notch in the piece of wood, and they slept out at night. They slept out, uh, and they had to build their own fires and build their tents and whatever. So what was so, the criteria to be in the Order of the Arrow? You well, had to be like I an think, honorable yeah, you had to be a special, demonstrate. A, yeah, you have to have had a lot of experience uh, running your, your um, troop and whatever, and I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't have that much. Uh, well, you were again, only there for one year. Yeah, I was only there for that two weeks, and they... I think they did it two or three times during the season, but it was really beautiful, a beautiful ceremony that to watch. That sounds like a great ceremony. And then they finally had the announcing of who won it and whatever. So it was really, really lovely, lovely thing. In That's the cool. years since your experience there, have you met other other men who were Boy Scouts and went through something? Yeah, like do you that? feel like a camaraderie with the Boy Scouts uh, still? No. <laughs> You're a solo I wish I had. Ranger. I wish I had. It was too, it was too small when I came back. The troop, we, our scoutmaster wasn't wasn't particularly great. Yeah, uh, he didn't have uh, interesting ideas or special thoughts about what we could do for scouts and whatever. And it became rather routine. Yeah. After a while, then other things became more important, like bowling, <laughs> hanging out with the guys, and whatever. Yeah. And so we sort of lost interest. But the other thing that was most striking, that was really terrifying, was when I came home. About a month later, I found out that my tent mate ended up with polio. Oh no! Because that was the polio season, right? Yeah. And um, you know, I don't. I, as far as I know, he, he did not the, get the most severe case. He wasn't in an iron lung or anything. But I was quite scared for yeah, that's six scary. months to see whether I would end up with it. But it turns out that he was okay, and I was okay. But that was a pretty scary time. But the but the Boy Scout camp again was a way to to just be with the guys and yeah. just 
just there were no girls there. Right. <laughs> it was just to be with the guys, and it was fun. It was really it was really fun, and we got along. We did a lot of playing together. We did a lot of horsing around, um, and uh, playing cards together. Um, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Sounds great. So, it didn't have as many great stories as the thing, but it was part of my experience about going to camp later on, a number well, of it's- years later. When you went as a counselor, you had had this positive experience, and so you were yes. kind of like, yes. this is something I could do. I was ready. Yeah. I was ready for it, so it was ready fun. To shine. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Good. That's All right. Great. Well, okay. thanks for sharing that with us, Stuart. Thank okay. you for your time. Thank you for your memories. <laughs> Thank you again for having me. It was a pleasure. Um, Thank you. Let's do social media real quick. Okay, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, Find us on Instagram at Happy Campers Podcast. Or uh, Facebook. Happy Campers, Happy Campers Podcast. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Twitter, Happy Campers Pod. Email, Happy Campers Podcast at gmail.com. And iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. Yes, please. It's so helpful. Um, all right. Keep Stuart, enjoying summer. Hope you enjoyed our episodes with Stuart. We certainly enjoyed recording them with him. Yes, we did. Um, and day is done. Gone the sun. We out. Our theme song was written, recorded, and sung by the very talented Steffi Copeland.